Hi there, my name is Natalie Nation, and you're listening to Feed That Nation. I'm a graduate student, I'm a future registered dietitian, I'm a health educator, a content creator, and a self-proclaimed mac and cheese expert. I create content on Feed That Nation all about college life and college health topics to help you, college students, to become more successful, more confident, and more healthy in your student experience. I upload vlogs every Saturday and I upload podcasts every Wednesday to your favorite podcast platforms and right here on YouTube. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel or subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Go ahead and leave me a review, a comment, a five-star rating, whatever you can. I really appreciate it. And if you're watching on YouTube, leave this video a thumbs up. It helps me out so much. Also, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation. Check out my website, FeedThatNation.com, and follow me on Pinterest. All links are below. So we'll start this episode off talking about my food, my follow, and my fun for the week. So my food for the week that you guys should definitely check out for yourselves is Farmer's Market Salsa. There are so many talented, incredible people at farmer's markets who bring everything from fresh produce to honey to bread to soap and everything in between, and I've really been in love with trying all of it. I feel like I can't seem to leave a farmer's market without like a new can of something or a jar of something or a bag of something. And it's kind of awesome. And something really awesome that I've been loving lately is I got a jar of salsa um, from Angry Tomato Salsa. I'll leave their links below. They're a Minnesota-based uh, little company. And it is so good. Like, I feel like I just can't go back to like store-bought salsa now that I've had such tasty salsa from the farmer's market. So I'll definitely have to buy more throughout the summer to stock up through the winter because my husband and I are definitely chips and salsa people. So that's my food for the week. My recommendation is try out some farmer's market salsa, whatever is local to you. My follow for the week, somebody I think you guys should follow, her name is Dina, and she is on Instagram at the Artsy Palette. And she's just so cute and sweet, and all of her pictures of food are incredible. She's a recipe developer, she's a future dietitian, and I just have been really loving following her lately. So definitely go and give her a follow, give her some love. Uh, she's Dina at the Artsy Palette. My fun for the week, something I think you guys should do that is super fun, is actually super simple. It is a rainy, rainy day. Um, it's actually another Monday, like the Monday rainy day vlog I did a little bit back, but it's another rainy Monday and something I really love to do on Mondays when it's rainy and gross, or really any day when it's rainy and gross, is light a candle. And I've got my candle lit right here. This is a candle from a local company called Excelsior Candle. It is in the scent Downtown Loft, and I can't really describe to you what it smells like, but it smells like if you were to walk into someone's apartment and be like, wow, it smells good in here. Like that. Like I don't have a good way to describe it, but I've got a bunch of candles on my little shelf here, and I feel like I'm lighting candles all the time just because it helps me to sit and focus, and they just smell good. So that is my fun for the week. Go light a candle. So this week's episode, if you can't tell from the title, I'm talking about all the things you do not need to buy for college. And I was thinking about this topic and whether or not I wanted to do a video on it, whether or not I wanted to do like a vlog versus a podcast about it. 
And I realized that before I talk about the things you don't need for college versus things that you maybe do need for college, I need to talk about the why. Why don't you need to buy certain things for college? And I started to realize that every industry is based around like capitalism and all of that stuff. And I'm not an economics expert, but I feel like the more that I see sort of what college capitalism looks like, the more I'm really repulsed by it because of this idea that your teeny itty bitty little residence life shoebox of a dorm room apparently needs to look like every picture you've ever seen on Pinterest or it needs to look like the little setups they have in Ikea when you're walking around and it has to be so picture perfect and you have to have all the pillows and all the pictures on the wall and all the cute little bins for decorating and that is so not true at all and I feel like this idea that your dorm room has to just look super super perfect and super super awesome is really dumb because of the, the system that has set up college students to be so financially vulnerable. I mean you're entering a system where the majority of the time you're putting yourself into debt, into major major debt to get your education. The only jobs you can work in college pay really, really badly, so it's not like you can afford to do a whole lot. There are tons of college students who really struggle with financial insecurity and other types of related insecurity like food insecurity. And why on earth should then we also set up this expectation that, that your dorm room and your backpack and all of your outfits and your organization system and your notebooks and all of that just has to be Pinterest picture perfect in order for you to be the best college student. Rant aside, there is absolutely no reason why you should feel like you have to buy and buy and buy and buy all of these things for your dorm room or for your college apartment. It does not need to be picture perfect. You do not need all of the pictures on the wall. You don't need the fancy bedspread with the six decorative pillows. I'll get into that later, but bottom line, there's no reason why you should have to spend all of this extra money for the aesthetics. If you have the money to spend and you want to spend your money on those things, go right ahead. I'm not stopping you, I'm not shaming you for that, but I wanna make the point very clear that there's no obligation for you to go out of your way to spend money that you may or may not have on throw pillows or decorative bedding or twinkly lights or any of that stuff because it's not necessary for you to be a successful college student or a confident college student or a healthy college student. It's really like having a pretty dorm room is just, it's fun and it's cute and it's cool, but there's no real reason why it needs to be a part of your college experience if you don't want it to be. There is no shame in having a dorm room that is not Pinterest perfect. When I was going into my freshman year of college, I was so nervous. I was unbelievably nervous about going to college. I was nervous about making friends. I was nervous about being able to keep up in my classes. I was nervous because I've never really lived away from home before, like all nerves. And somehow between who I am as a person, between all the Pinterest dorm rooms I was looking at, between talking to my friends, and I grew up in a fairly affluent community, so there was no shortage of, hey, you want this cool thing for college? Go ahead and buy it, kind of an attitude among a lot of the people I spent time with, I somehow got it into my head that if I had the perfect backpack and the perfect bedding and the perfect clothes and the perfect school supplies and you see where I'm going with this, then everything would be okay. If only I had just the perfect whatever it was, 
and nothing I already owned was perfect, obviously, because I wanted to buy all new things. You know, the backpack that was perfectly good that I had in high school, obviously that's not good enough for college, I'm gonna have to buy a new backpack. The bedding I already have at home that fits a twin size bed that I like and sleep on a lot, obviously that's not good enough for college, I'm gonna have to buy a new one. Because of the nerves and this idea that I had in my head that if I only had the perfect setup and it aesthetically looked or felt perfect, then it would be okay and everything would be okay. And that's really not true because having the right supplies for you to be successful, that makes a difference. Having a space where you feel comfortable and you like, that makes a difference. Having the Pinterest perfect dorm room with the matching bedding and the decorations and the cute little succulents and the mason jars of stuff and the 18 throw pillows, that really won't make a difference. So I wanted to start with a couple of things that you don't need to buy for your dorm room. You do not need these things for college because half the time you're not allowed to have these things in your dorm room at all. And that's things like twinkly lights, like candles, like incense burners, things like that. Um, different um, hot cooking things, um, sometimes crock pots, sometimes like kettles with open coils, things like that. You don't need these things for your dorm because most of the time they're not allowed to be in your dorm. When I was a college freshman, I was so excited to hang up twinkly lights in my dorm room and both of my roommates were as well. I had two roommates my freshman year and the three of us had our twinkly lights all set up. Our room was so pretty and decorative and then our RA happened to peek into our room and she told us, twinkly lights are not allowed. You have to take them down or I'll need to report you. And we were so disappointed. We were so bummed. So we had to take all of our beautiful twinkly lights down and it was so disappointing and like I think all three of us had gone out of our way to buy twinkly lights specifically for our dorm room so that was money then that we had essentially not wasted because twinkly lights are good for a lot of other things Christmas lights fairy lights whatever you want to call them but we were really bummed because we bought this specifically for our Pinterest aesthetic dorm room and now we couldn't use them because our dorm did not allow them so definitely something to keep in mind if you are dorm room uh, shopping, dorm room supply shopping, college shopping, make a list of the things you'd like and then double check that list against the things that your residence hall or at your school does not allow. And make sure you're not buying any of the things on that list because either you're going to get in trouble or you're going to get caught or you're not going to be able to use those things because they're going to be hidden all the time or like the list goes on. Like no need to rock the boat. Like let's just be smart and not buy things for our dorm room that we're not allowed to have in our dorm room. That's an easy one. Another category of, I guess, items that are pretty common dorm room items that you don't really need unless you want them and want to buy them or already have them is organizational supplies. And this is different than school supplies, but let me, let me get into what I'm talking about. So a lot of, I guess, like lifestyle, influencers, I don't think I'd put myself into that, that category, but a lot of lifestyle influencers who also happen to be in school and a lot of Pinterest dorm rooms, Pinterest organization ideas sort of set you up with you need the giant whiteboard calendar and you need the to-do list and you need the planner and you need the notebook and you need, you need, you need, and you don't necessarily need all of those things if you're not going to use them the way they're supposed to be used. 
So for me, you guys saw in one of my last vlogs that my way of staying organized pretty much 99% of the time is I use Google Calendar. I use my Google Calendar for everything. I cannot function without my Google Calendar. And because I know my system, I know that buying the giant whiteboard calendar or buying the super aesthetic planner with the pictures of whatever on it or buying the to-do list whatever, none of that is going to be worth my money because my way that I organize myself doesn't rely on those things. Because let's face it, I have a learning disability that affects my ability to remember things and organize things. If I rely on a paper planner that needs to be in my backpack for me to write things down in it, chances are when I realize that I want to do something or have something to do, I'm not going to have my planner with me. Or if I have a giant whiteboard calendar that lives in my dorm room, when am I going to be in my dorm room to write those things down? on the calendar and because it's a whiteboard calendar I'm gonna have to reset it erase it redo it every month and I'm probably not going to do that let's be real so this is a time for you to think about how you best stay organized and completely ignore whatever Pinterest organization boards or lifestyle influencers say however they do it doesn't matter if it's not how you do it and that's just you know, my thoughts on that, I've definitely wasted a lot of money buying planners and buying calendars that I just, I can't use. It's not how my brain works. So that's me to you. Don't waste your money on organizational, on aesthetic organizational things that aren't going to serve you. Figure out what works for you and invest in that. If paper planners are your thing and that's really truly how you do best, by all means, buy the goddamn fanciest planner you want with whatever pictures you want. I am so here to support that, but only if it's what you will truly use and what will serve you best. I think going along with that, also make sure if you are going to invest in the giant whiteboard calendar, Make sure you have a spot to hang it on your wall because if it sits flat on the desk that you use for everything else, chances are you're not actually going to be able to use it the way you want to. So make sure there's either a shelf for it to sit on somewhere or you're allowed to put nails or hooks on the wall so you can hang it up. Make sure ahead of time before you invest the money in it that you're actually going to be able to use it the way you want to use it. To piggyback alongside this category of organizational stuff is school supplies. And you might be thinking, Natalie, I definitely need school supplies. You do. You definitely need school supplies. Agreeing with that completely. If your science teacher or your chemistry or your biology or whoever says you need graph paper, definitely buy graph paper. If your English teacher says you need a composition notebook, buy a composition notebook. If you need pens and pencils, like, make sure you have pens and pencils. But... Keep in mind, like I said at the beginning, like the way that you do college does not have to be Pinterest perfect and does not have to be aesthetic. And you don't necessarily need to spend money on brand new things. If you already have pens and pencils and notebooks at home left over from high school or maybe your family just has like when you buy all the stuff when it's like 10 cents at Walmart and you have all these notebooks laying around, like you don't need to buy more things if you already have them. And again, if you want to buy matching notebooks and pencils and whatever else, and you have the money, go ahead. But if you already have pens and pencils at home, bring those to college. If you already have notebooks and folders at home, bring those to college. You don't necessarily need to buy all new stuff if you already have perfectly good supplies laying around. 
I know for me, I remember growing up and my mom would went, because we have a lot of kids in my family and obviously a lot of kids need a lot of school supplies. So my mom would have us go through this giant bucket of markers and pens and we'd test them and anything that still worked, we would take as school supplies, anything that didn't work we would throw out obviously and then that kind of reduced the amount of things overall that we had to buy. So I'd encourage you if you have like a junk drawer somewhere that is absolutely full of pens and pencils and sharpies, test them all out. Figure out what still works and what doesn't and then think about what do you need for college and start there. Even like gently used stuff can be really great. If you for example have a notebook that is left over from high school or left over from another semester of college and it only has like a quarter of it used up, tear those pages out and recycle them. You've got a basically brand new notebook now, just with a few less pages. If you already have scissors and rubber bands and all of those other kind of office type school supplies at home, bring those. You don't need brand new pink scissors when you have perfectly good blue scissors at home kind of a thing. And again, I, I feel like I'm gonna keep saying this, if you have the money and you want to buy new things, go ahead but you do not need to. You do not need to buy new things. So a category of, I guess, items that you probably maybe don't need to buy for college have to do with your bed. Most colleges have beds that either are twin size or twin XL size, and most sheets will fit both, not all, but most, especially since a lot of dorm mattresses are shorter than normal mattresses. So just something to think about, if you already have twin size sheets, a twin size quilt, a twin size duvet at home, do you need to buy all new ones for college? Maybe, maybe not. If you want to, go ahead. If you don't want to or don't have the money to, don't feel like you need to. For practicality's sake, I would say definitely have two sets of sheets with you at college just so you can wash and kind of rotate them through. They'll last longer that way. But you don't have to buy all new stuff for college just because you're going to college. Again, there's no need to have a Pinterest aesthetic dorm room, you know, like it doesn't have to be perfect, everything doesn't have to match. If you want it to and you want to spend the money on that, go ahead. But I'm going to sound like a broken record, but if you already have a perfectly good quilt at home, bring it with you to college. It's great. And even sometimes it's nice to have things that are familiar. A lot of other things are going to kind of fall into this category. If you already have like washcloths and hand towels and bath towels at home, that are decently in good condition, that you like and use a lot, you don't need to buy new ones for college, bring them with you. If you already have a mostly full bottle of shampoo or face wash, you don't need to buy a new one just because you're going to college. Bring the one you own to college with you and use that up before you buy another one. I think the biggest category of things that just like totally get me about the college aesthetic is decorations and storage, like aesthetic storage. Because these things truly, truly are more or less optional. Like there's no real need for a college student to have like a tapestry on the wall or to have, you know, succulents or to have pictures of like cats or something, unless they're your cats and then yes, all the pictures of cats that you want. But decorations can be one of the more like expensive things that you buy for your dorm room and if you don't have the money or you don't want to spend the money, there is no reason for you to decorate your dorm room at all. 
having a quilt that you like and a color you like is enough and if it's something you already had at home more power to you but there's no need for you to buy decorations for your dorm room just for the sake of having a pretty dorm room if that's not something you want and something you can afford and decorations are one thing but then I see a lot in pictures of really aesthetic college dorm rooms that you have the matching canvas cloth bins or the matching storage or the matching mason jars to keep stuff in and I kind of try to make it a habit just in my life not to buy more stuff to store stuff in because then I tend to fill it up with stuff so if I don't have a bin to put school supplies in I tend to have less school supplies because I keep them in my pencil case or I have the scissors in a drawer and the rubber bands in the kitchen and the pencils in my backpack or whatever it is the more storage I have the more stuff I feel like I accumulate and in a college dorm room and college dorm rooms are really teeny having less stuff can be a good thing and I'll get into that a little bit later but I would kind of shy away from buying stuff to store stuff in even if it's cute and pretty because dorm rooms are not that big and <laughs> you'll also have to think about well, where am I gonna put this thing that I bought to keep things in if you buy a super cute aesthetic like canvas like box bag laundry thing to keep your blankets in well is that gonna go on the floor by your bed where you're gonna kick it all the time is it gonna go under your bed where you're never gonna be able to see it where is it gonna go I think also to kind of go along with that and this is something I definitely definitely learned the hard way the college living situation is very fluid and you live in a lot of different places in college if you live in a dorm you don't live in the same dorm all four years or if you do you move out every summer or maybe you live in the same dorm the first two years and then you live with a friend and then that doesn't work out so you move into an apartment and maybe you move back on campus. If you understand what I'm saying, in college you move a lot. I hate moving, but I lived in, let's see, I lived in seven different places in college. I lived in seven different places. Six on campus and my apartment that I live in now with my husband that we moved into my last semester of undergrad. That's a lot of moving. Not counting all the times I had to move out of my dorm to move home. Like for Christmas or for summer or whatever it was. That's a lot and it kinda sucks. And this is gonna sound really obvious, but the less stuff you have to move, the easier moving will be. I feel like actually all the times I moved in college, I would just continually get rid of more stuff because I did not want to move it. I would get rid of like, some clothes that I didn't wear because I didn't want to have to pack them up and move them or I'd get rid of like plates or Tupperware that I didn't use or we had too much of because I didn't want to have to move them. I even at one point I had a really ugly heavy old futon that I didn't want to have to move so I took it apart piece by piece like the frame piece by piece because it was wooden and I threw every single piece in the dumpster because I didn't want to have to move it. <laughs> Probably not my smartest idea but not the point. Having less stuff to have to move is a good thing, in my opinion. And I think the main idea of this is also that I adore shopping. I love shopping. When I have the money for it, I love to go out and get myself new clothes, or I do love to decorate. I'll get like a throw pillow or whatever it is. I love that stuff. It is fun to me. If you can't tell, I redid this little space in my home so that I could have a filming studio that I love. It's okay to love shopping 
and to love decorating and to just be a little bit more materialistic in that way. I definitely try to, if I buy something new in clothing, I donate or get rid of something just so I'm not accumulating and accumulating, but there's nothing wrong with enjoying shopping and enjoying having things. But I would really encourage you to think about the reasons that you are buying. Like I said, when I was going into my freshman year of college, the reason I was buying things wasn't because I wanted to have fun. Well, maybe it was a little bit, but I was buying things because I was nervous. And I thought that having exactly the right whatever it was would fix everything and make me feel better and make everything go okay. And that's not true. It's just, it wasn't true. So think about that too when you're shopping. Are you shopping because it's fun? Or are you shopping because you're nervous? Or are you shopping because you're worried that people are gonna judge you if you don't have X thing in your dorm room? I hope this podcast episode has been helpful to you. I might at one point do a follow-up of the things that I bought for college that I absolutely loved to have and were super useful to me, or I would love to do a follow-up video talking about things I bought for college that I did not use and were not useful. So let me know down in the comments if that's something you would be interested in. I would love to do a vlog about it or another podcast episode about it. Um, I love talking about this stuff. If you're a college student listening in, tell me down below what you are most excited about for college. I know move-in is in probably just a few short weeks for some of you if you are moving to college. And I that's such an exciting time in, someone, in your life and I would love to hear all about it. Again, make sure to go follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation. Go check out my website, FeedThatNation.com. Follow me on Pinterest. All links are below go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel or subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Leave me a rating, five stars preferably. Leave me a review, leave me a comment, leave me a thumbs up, whatever you can on whatever platform you're on. I would so appreciate it. I'll see you guys on Saturday on YouTube with a vlog and I will see you next Wednesday on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform with another podcast episode. My name is Natalie Nation and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Have a great day and I'll see you soon.